Ashley Brock Green, Diane Palmer's book, Leo, chapter, chapter 5. Fred Brewster came home from Denver, discouraged. I couldn't get anybody interested, he told Janie. She flopped down in his favorite easy chair in the living room. Everybody's got money problems and the market is down. It's a bad time to fish for partners. Janie sat down on the sofa across from him. I got a job. He just stared at her for a minute as if he didn't hear. You what? I got a job, she said, smiling. I'll make good money in sips. I start tonight. Where? Yes, a restaurant. She like, you can even come and eat there, and I'll serve you. You won't have to tip me either. Janie, you're going, I wanted you to go back and finish your degree. She leaned for Dad, let's be honest. You can't afford college right now, and if I went, you would have to be on work study. Let me do this, she implored. I'm young and strong, and I don't mind working. You'll pull out of this, Dad. I know you will, she added Everybody has bad times. This is ours. He scrawled. It hurts my pride. She knelt at his feet and leaned her arms over tiny bony knees. You're my dad, she said. I love you. Your problems are my problems. You'll come up with an angle that will get us out of this. I don't have a single doubt. Those beautiful eyes that were so like his late wife's weakened his resolve. He smiled and touched her hair. You're like your mother. Hank, see Joe, okay, do your waitress bit for a few weeks, and I'll double my efforts on getting us out of heck, hawk, but no late hours, Infos, I want you home by midnight, period, that might be a problem, but why bother him with complications right now, we'll see how it goes, she said easily getting to her feet, playing the kiss on her bed, I better get you some lunch, she dashed into the kitchen before he could ask any more questions about her new employment, but she wasn't so lucky with that. I don't like the idea of you working in a bar, she told Jimmy from, shush, Jerry cautioned, glanced at the open kitchen door, don't let dad hear you, and a child, have you ended up in a brawl, sure as God, made little green apples, <laughs> child, you'll end up in a brawl, sure as God made little green apples, I will not. I'm going to waitress and make pizza and sandwiches. Not getting fights. Teddy wasn't good. Put men and liquor together and you get to fight every time. Mr. Duncan has a bouncer. I'll be fine. Mr. Hart won't like it. But nothing I do is any of Leo Hart's business anymore. Jerry said with a glare. After the things he said about me, his opinion won't give him a cup of coffee around here. What sort of things? Teddy wanted to know. Showed her hands over the sudden chill of her arms. Then I'm a lying gossiping man chaser who can't leave him alone she said he was talking about me to joe holland in the hardware store last week heard every horrible word and he went she knew how jandy felt about the least last of the unmarried hopefuls oh baby oh, i'm so sorry marlene lied she had said, my best friend she was telling me what to do to make leo notice me and all the time she was finding ways to cut me out of his life she was actually at the ball with leo he took her she swallowed her and turned the task hand brooding was not going to help her she want a sandwich hetty no darling i'm fine the other woman told her she hugged Janie warmly life's tangles work themselves out if you just give them enough time she said and went out went away to let that bit of homespun philosophy sink in. Jamie was unconvinced. Her tangles were bad ones. Maybe her new job would keep Leo out of her thoughts. At least she'd never have to worry about running into him at Shay's, she told herself. After Saturday night, he was probably a off hard liquor for life. But Saturday night, Janie had four days of work under her belt and was getting used to the routine. Shays opened at lunchtime and closed at 11. She served pizza and sandwiches and chips and as well 
as any sort of liquor a customer could ask for. Janie often had to serve drinks in between cooking chores. She got to recognize some of the customers on site, but she didn't make a habit of speaking to them. She didn't want any trouble. Her father had inevitably found out about her nocturnal activities. Saturday morning, he'd been raging at her for lying at him. I do work in a restaurant, she pretended herself. It's just sort of in a bar. You work in a bar, period, he returned for years. I want you to quit right now. It was now or never, she told herself as she faced him. No, she replied, Clyde. I'm not given notice. Mr. Duncan said I could work two weeks and see if I can handle it. And that's just what I'm going to do. And don't you dare talk to him behind my back, Dad. She told me, look, girl, this isn't necessary. It is, and not only because we need the money, she replied. I need to feel independent. He hadn't considered that angle. She was determined, and Duncan did have a good bouncer, a huge man called predictably tiny. We'll see. He said finally. Janie had won her first adult argument with her parents. She felt good about it. Harley showed up two or two of her five nights on the job just to check things out. He's back again tonight. She grinned at him as she served him pizza and beer. How's it going? He asked. She looked around at the barwood floors, the non refilled surroundings. Non-frills surroundings, the simple wooden tables and chairs, and the long counter at which most of the customers, male customers, sat. There were two game machines in a jukebox. There were ceiling fans to circulate the heat and the cool. The place in summer, there was a huge dance floor which people could dance to live music on Friday and Saturday night. The band was playing now, lazy western tunes, and a couple was circling the dance floor alone. I really like it here, she told Harley with a smile. I feel as if I'm standing on my own two feet for the first time in my life. She leaned closer. And the tips are really nice. He chuckled. Okay, no more arguments from me. He glanced toward Tiny, a huge man with tattoos on both arms and a bald head, who'd taken an immediate liking to Janie. He was reassuring close. He was reassuring close whenever she spoke to customers or served food and drinks. Isn't he a doll? Janie asked, smiling toward Tiny. Smiled back a little hesitantly, as if he were afraid his face might crack. That's, an, that's not a question you should ask a man, Janie. E.T. scrinted. She flipped her bar cloth at him and went back to work. Leo went looking for Fred Brewster after lunch on Monday. He'd been out of town at a convention, and he'd lost touch with his friend. Fred said it was in a study, mouths and figures that didn't want to be balanced. He looked up as Hetty showed Leo in. Hello, stranger, Fred said, sit down, was some coffee, Hetty, how about it? No need to shop, Mr. Fred, it's already dripping, she interrupted with a hemorrhoid. I'll bring it in when it's done. Cake, too, he called, there was a grumble. He thinks I eat too many sweets, Fred told Leo, maybe I do. How was the convention? It was pretty good. There's a lot of talk about beef exports to Japan and improving label of beef to show country of origin. Some discussion of artificial additives. You can find with Joe. You can guess where that came from. Janie Langley and the Trimmerman Brothers. Got it in one guess. Leo tosses White Stetson into a nearby chair, sat down in one. Beside it, he ran a hand through his thick gold streak brown hair and dark eyes pinfret. But aside from the convention, I've heard some rumors that bother me. He said, feeling his way. Oh, Fred put aside his keyboard mouse, sat back, heard about Janie's job. He sucked, wrote it inwardly. What rumors? He asked innocently. Leo leaned forward, his crossed arms on his knees, that you're looking for partners here. Oh, that. Fred cleared his throat and looked past Leo. Uh, just a few little setbacks. Why didn't you come to me? Leo persisted, scrambling. I'd loan you anything you needed on the strength of your signature. You know that. Fred's I do know that, but I wouldn't dare. 
under the circumstances. Do you put Leo's piercing stand? What circumstances? Leo asked with resignation when he realized that he was about to have to pry every scrap of information out of his friend. Janie. Leo's breath expelled in a rush. He'd wondered if Brad knew about the friction between the two of them. It was apparently that. I see. Fred glanced at him and went, She won't hear your name mentioned, he said apologetically. I couldn't go to you behind her back, and she'd found out anyway. Sooner or later, Jacobsville is a small town. She wouldn't be likely to find out when she's away at college, Leo Sharp. She has gone back, hasn't she? There was going to be an explosion, Fred knew it without saying. Uh, Leo, she hasn't gone back. Exactly. His arms. She's not here. I asked Teddy. She flushed and almost dragged me in here without saying anything, except Janie wasn't around. I assumed she'd gone back to school. No. No. <laughs> She's, uh, got a job, Liam. A good job. <laughs> yeah, trying to reassure himself. She likes it very much. Don't what, for God's sake, Leo demanded. She has no skills to speak of. She's cooking. At a restaurant. Leo fellas for it. No fever. He murmured to himself. It was a well known fact that Janie could burn water in a pan. Would you like to repeat that? She's cooking. She can cook. He added belligerently. At Leo's frank astonishment. Hetty spent two months with her in the kitchen. She can't even make he started to say biscuits and thought better of it. Pizza. Leo whistled softly. Fred, I didn't know things were that bad. I'm sorry. The bull dying was nobody's fault, Fred said heavenly. But I used money I hoped to recoup to buy him, and there was no insurance. Very few small ranchers can take a loss like that and remain standing. He was a champion's offspring. I know that. I'd hope if you let me, Leo said earnestly. I appreciate it, but it can't. There was a long pre pregnant pause. Janie told you about what happened to the ball, I suppose. <laughs> Leo asked quickly. No, she hasn't said a single word about that. Replied Ron. Why? He asked blatantly. Leo's concerned stare. She did tell me about what happened in the hardware store. Yes, there's more. Leo glanced. There was some unpleasantness at the ball as well. We had a major fight. He studied his begins. I've made some serious mistakes lately. I believe some gossip about Janie that I should never have credited. I know better now, but it's too late. She won't let me close enough to apologize. That was his. When did you see her? Fred asked paper time. And down at the bank Friday, he said, She snubbed me. He smiled faintly. It had actually hurt when she'd given him a harsh glare, followed by completely oblivion to his presence. First time that's happened to me in my life. <laughs> Janie isn't usually rude. Fred tried to justify her behavior. Maybe it's just a new job. That's what I said to her, Fred. The younger man replied to him. I really heard her. Looking back, I don't know why I ever believed what I was told. <laughs> Fred was reading between lines. Marlene can be very convincing, Janie said, and she had a case on you. It wasn't mutual. He was said surprised. I didn't realize what was going on. Then she told me all these things Janie was telling people. He stopped and cursed her. I thought I could see through lies. I guess I'm more naive than I thought I was. <laughs> Any man can be taken in. Fred assured him. It was just bad luck. Janie never said a word about you in public. She's shy, although she might not realize it. She's never thrown herself at a man. Well, not for real. He made it with a faint smile. She did dress up and flirt with you. She told Hetty it was the hardest thing she'd ever done in her life. And she agonized over it for days afterward. Not the mark of a sophisticated woman, is it? Leo understood then how far he'd fallen. No wonder she'd been so upset when she overheard him running down her aggressive baby. No, he replied. I wish I'd seen through it. He smiled wildly. I don't like aggressive, sophisticated women, he confessed. Called a fatal flaw. I like Janie the way she was. 
harmless Fred Muse. I wouldn't say that, wouldn't you? Fred leaned back in his chair, smiling at the young man's confusion. I've sheltered Janie too much. I wanted her to have a smooth, easy path through life, but I did her no favors. She's not a dress-up doll, Leo. She's a woman. She needs to learn independence and self-sufficiency. She has a temper, and she's learning to use that, too. Last week, she stood up to me for the first time and told me what she was going to do. <laughs> I must confess, it was pretty shocking to realize that my daughter was a woman. She's going around with Harley. <laughs> Leo said courtly. Why shouldn't she? Harley's a good man. Young, but steady and dependable. He uh, did go up against our men and held his own, you know. Leo did know and made him furious to know. He didn't hang out with professional soldiers. He'd been in the service and briefly in combat, but he never fought drug dealers and been written up in the newspapers as a local hero. Fred deduced all that from the look on Leo's lean face. It's not like you think, he had it. She and Harley are friends. Just friends. Do I care? Came to you passive reply. He grabbed up his Stetson and got to his feet. He hesitated, turned back. I won't insist, but Janie would never have to know if I took an interest in the ranch. He added firmly. Fred was tempted. He signed it up. I've worked double shifts for years trying to keep it solvent. I've survived bad markets, drought, unseasonable cold. But this is the worst it's ever been. I could lose the properly, property so easily. Then don't take the risk, loser. I can loan you what it takes to get you back in the black. And I promise you, Janie will never know. It will be between the two of us. Don't lose the ranch out of pride, Fred. It's been in your family for generations. Fred, Leo... The younger man leaned both hands on the desk and impaled Fred was darker. Let me help. Fred studied the determination, the genuine concern on the piercing. It would have to be a secret. He said, weakening Leo's eyes off. It will be. You have my word. Blake Cubs, our family attorney. I'll make an appointment. We can sit down with him and work out the details. Fred had to bite down hard on his lower lip to keep the brightness in his eyes in check. You can't possibly know how much each up Leo held up a hand, embarrassed by his friend's motion. I'm filthy rich, he said. Well, what good is money if you can't use it to help our friends? You do the same for me in a heartbeat in our, if our positions were reversed. Fred smiled noticeably. That goes without saying. <laughs> he drew a chicken. Thanks, he bit off. You're welcome. Leo slanted his head across us. I'll phone you. By the way, which restaurant is Jane working at? He might stop by for lunch one day. That wouldn't be a good idea just yet. Fred said, feeling guilty because Leo still didn't know what was going on. Leo said, You could be right. Yeah, do I'll let her ride for a few days then, until she cools down a little, Lee. She grinned. She's got a hell of a temper, Fred. Who'd have guessed? <laughs> Fred chuckled. She's full of surprises lately. That she is. I'll be in touch. Lee was gone, and Fred let the emotion out. He hadn't realized how much his family ranch meant to him until he was faced with the horrible prospect of losing it. Now it would pass to Janie and her family, her children. God bless Leo Hart for being a friend when he needed one so desperately. He grabbed out a tissue, wiped his eyes. His laugh was good. Life was very good. Fred was still up when Janie got home from work. She was tired. It had been a long night. She stopped in the kitchen to say goodnight to Hetty before she joined her father in her study. Hattie? Hattie said Leo came by. She said without her usual greeting, she looked worried. Why? He wanted to check on his bull. He lied without meeting her eyes. She said, did he ask about me? Yes, he said. I told him you had a job working in a restaurant. She stared at her. Did he tell him which one? He looked anxious. No. <laughs> she read his eyes. You don't have to worry, Dad. It's not only of heart's business where I work, or what else? Whatever else I do. You're still angry, you know. I understand. But he wants to make peace. She swallowed, hearing all over. Again, his voice taunting her.
Baitner. Squinch both hands are so. He wants to bar bury the hatchet? Good. I know exactly where to bury it. Now, daughter, he's not a bad man. Of course he's not. He just doesn't like me. She bit Can't blame him. Not when he's got Marlene. He went, I don't, I didn't think you lost your only friend. Some friends. She's got, she's going to spend the holidays in Colorado. She has my, a rush trip, I heard. I, ma I imagine she's too ashamed to walk down the main street right now. Her father played. People have been talking about her, and that's no lie. But she's not really a bad woman, Janie. She just made a mistake. People do. You don't, she said unexpectedly smiling. You're the only person in the world who wouldn't stab me in the back. He flushed. Guilt over well, but him. What would she say when she knew that he was going to let Leo Hart buy into the ranch and behind her back was for a good cause, so that she could eventually inherit her birthright? But he felt suddenly like a traitor. You could only imagine how she'd look at him if she ever found out. Why are you brooding, she teased. You need to put away those books and go to bed. Stared at the combs that wouldn't balance and thought about having enough money to fix fences, repair the barn, buy extra feed for the winter, buy replacement heifers, afford medicine for a sick cat on veterans' fees. Temptation was just too much for him. Couldn't let the ranch go to strangers. <sighs> Do you ever think about down the road, when your children grow up and take over the ranch? I mean, well, yes, sometimes, she confessed. It's a wonderful legacy. It's a wonderful legacy, she added with a soft smile. We go back such a long way in Jacobsville. There's one of your great uncles who was the first foreman of the Jacobs Ranch properties when the founder of our town came here and bought cattle after the Civil War. This ranch was really an off-shot of that one. We go back such a long way in Jacobsville as one of your great uncles. She was the first foreman of the Jacobs Ranch properties when the founder of our town came here and bought cattle after the Civil War. This ranch was really an offshoot of that one, she added. There's so much history here. First of all, too much to let the ranch go down the tube or end up in the hands of strangers like the Jacobs place did. She said, that was sad to see Shelby and Cy throw over the thrown off their own property. The ranch had been in their family over a hundred years. It wasn't much of a ranch anymore, she reminded. More of a horse farm, but I understand what you mean. I'm glad we'll have the ranch to hand down to our descendants. He gave him a long You aren't thinking of giving it up without a fight? Heavens, no. Sorry, the way you were talking. Uh, I do almost anything to keep it in the family, Fred assured. You, uh, wouldn't have a problem with me taking on a partner or an investor. Of course not, she turned. So you found someone in Colorado after all? She had someone who's willing to be to back us? Yes, he lied. But I didn't hear until today. That's just great, she explained. He gave her an early. I'm glad you think so. Then you can give up that job and go back to college. No. His eyebrows went up. But Janie. Dad, even with an investor, we still have the day-to-day -day operation of the ranch to maintain. She reminded him gently. How about groceries, utilities? How about cattle feed and horse feed and salt blocks and fencing? He's like, you're right, of course. I'll need the investment for the big things. I like my job, she added. I really do. It's a bad place on the weekends, he worried. Tiny likes me, she assured him. And Harley comes in at least two or three times a week, mostly on Fridays and Saturdays, to make sure I'm doing all right. I feel safe as shades as I do right here with you. It's not that I mind you working, he said, trying to I know that. You're just worried that I might get it over my head. Tiny doesn't let anyone have too much to drink before he makes them leave. Mr. Duncan is empathetic about not having drunks in the place. Redside, I know when I'm licked. I may show up for pizza one Saturday night, though. She can. You'd be welcome. I can show you off to my customers. Leo wanted to know where you were working, he said abruptly. He wanted to come by and see you. 
her face on. I don't want to see him. So I heard he was uh, pretty vocal about the way you snubbed him. She tossed Patrick out. He deserved it. I'm nobody's doormat. He isn't going to walk all over me and get away with it. He won't like you working at Shakes no matter what you think. Why do you care? She asked suspiciously. He couldn't sell her that Leo might renege on the loan. If you knew Fred was letting her work at such a time. No guilty as sin for no coming clean, but he was so afraid of losing the ranch. It was Janie's inheritance. He had to do everything he could to keep his own. He's my friend. He said finally, I used to think he was mine too, she replied, but friends don't talk about each other the way he was talking about me, as if I'd ever gossip about him. I think he knows that now, Janie. She forced the anger to the back room. I guess if he knew what I was doing, he'd faint. He doesn't think I could cook at all. I did tell him you had a cooking job. He confirmed. Her You did? What did he say? He was surprised. He was astonished, she translated. It bothered him that you snubbed him. He said he really felt bad about the things he said that you overheard. He, uh told me about the fight you had at the ball, too. What did he tell you? That you had a big argument. Seemed to tick, tickle him that you had a temper. Yeah, He'll find out I have a temper if he comes near me again. She turned. I'm going to bed, Dad. You sleep good. You too, sweetheart. Good night. You watched her walk away with a silent sigh of relief. So far, he thought so good. End of chapter 5.